The December 2022 UBC Ultimate Week podcast is proudly brought to you by Apia, Australia's go-to insurance for retirees. Apia, get set, go. Specsavers, should have gone to Specsavers. Keeping on top of your eye health is our turf. Audica, enjoy better hearing with Audica. If you're over 26, book your free hearing check today at audica.com.au. Hensolite, be your best with the world's best bowls. Ryman Healthcare, the measure of retirement living. And Sports Centre, your trusted sports apparel brand servicing Australian clubs since 1974. Welcome everybody to another Ultimate Bowls Ultimate Week podcast where we'll delve into everything UBC heading into the massive six days at Moama, December 11 to 16, where the teams will be playing for half a million dollars prize money. My name is Chris Green. I'll be joined by one of the stars of the April Ultimate Week, Razor Ray Pierce. Unfortunately, Ray has been ruled out of the December event after being picked up by the point in the draft, but we're sure to see him back in the UBC again soon. Welcome, Razor. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's uh, very disappointing not to be involved in the, the Ultimate Week uh, in December, but I definitely will be tuning in uh, into the Ultimate Week uh, to, watch, uh, to watch the action. Uh, beauty, mate, and thanks for coming on today. Uh, look, for those tuning in for the first time and a refresher for others, the UBC is a quick-fire format with plenty of points on offer. Not shots like your traditional formats, though. Each franchise consists of three members with two playing each game. Five short, sharp ends with three points available for each toucher. Three points for the team holding shot at the Leeds crossover. And then 18 points on offer at the conclusion of each end. Ten for the first shot, five for second shot, and three for the third shot. All these points of teams consistently on guard and also digging deep for their tactics to maximise their scoring while minimising their opponents. Razor, we saw in the last event plenty of games come down the last bowl, some even ending in a tie. On the other end, we also saw some teams raise the bat, scoring 100 and even more in the knockout stages, where a few matches weren't even going the distance. As a general rule for the spectators and players, what's a comfortable score do you reckon that we'll see most teams get to and win a match? Well, comfortable is a word that I wouldn't use in the UBC uh, with so many points uh, available uh, each end. Uh, but in, in, the, in the past events, uh, 70 points roughly uh, has been the mark to aim for. But, you know, with the ultimate week coming up this week, there's a lot of sides that have bolstered their, their teams with a lot of talent. So that number could come down or that number could rise. So that's, uh, that's the, the greatness of, of the ultimate uh, bowls championship. Oh, as you know, mate, you've been involved in so many of those matches. Like you can get to 70 and then teams can still outscore you. So it's all about getting those points on the board. With 26 teams in each of the three events, which will make up the ultimate week in December, the teams are split into two sections of 13, with each team playing 12 rounds and a bye. Uh, following the sectional play, the top team, top two sides will move directly into the quarterfinals and the next four sides progress to the preliminary finals. In April, we saw each team play 10 matches and the results mirrored across each section for all three events. Uh, saw teams needing seven wins to move into the top two and five wins plus margin to guarantee a spot in the next four. With 12 sectional rounds played, however, in Moama, how many games do you reckon uh, teams will be aiming for as a minimum if they're looking to qualify? Well, definitely, uh, definitely the top two we're going to need to get to eight or nine wins um, for each event. Uh, and the bottom four sides... Uh, we'll probably have to aim for six or seven, but they're going to have to guarantee their margin is uh, is, is very healthy uh, to make up those bottom four in the top six. Yeah, look, wins are vital, but as you said, the margin, mate, it's a big thing. It really comes into it. We've seen teams who have just sort of let their guard down for one or two games and their, their margin really drops. It comes back to hurt them at the end of the day. This ultimate week, we'll see the UBC fully back into gear with all the international flavours involved as we welcome back the Bowls Asia sides 
along with the Hong Kong qualifiers, New Zealand qualifiers, and a number of the game stars from outside Australia making their way to Moama to take on the Australian franchises, the other New Zealand and US sides. The newcomers to the UBC are the Hong Kong qualifiers, New Lynn Spiders and Kiwis, the Pialba Phoenix, and Moama are flexing their muscles, adding another side to their UBC stable. Following the UBC draft just a few months ago, the teams finalised their lineups, and there are a number of teams who stuck with their tried and tested makeups, while a few curveballs saw teams scrambling to pick up the second or third players on their list. A full list of sides can be found on the UBC website at ultimatebowlschampionship.com.au. April Ultimate Team Champions Royal Gorillas will be back and look like the team to beat with the trio of Aaron Tees, Corey Wedlock and Jeremy Henry in world-beating form. They'll be looking to add a few more of the UBC champion hats to their collection, along with the ever-impressive prize purse. NCE Raptors have stuck with their young guns, Dean O'Neill, Josh Corliss and Liam Turner, a side which got better and better with every game under their belt in April. The Bowls Asia Tiger and Eagles and will be jam-packed with stars from the Asian region, definitely not to be taken lightly. Southern California Tsunami have made waves and have selected two Aussies in Sean Baker and Des Can to join one of the commentary box's favourite guests, Lauren Dion. Moama Green and Black are littered with stars of the game, with the green team including Ryan Bester, Kevin Anderson and Wayne Turley, while the black team is headed by the great Alex Marshall along with Ryan Burnett and Cass Millery. With Moama grabbing one of the picks of the UBC draft in Wayne Turley, the highlight reel of Dandenong Club will see John Fleming join the ever-destructive pairing of Gary Kelly and Barry Lester. Exodus are back, and after being one of the teams to beat in April, I'd expect to see them lining up on the podium again with the unlined change-up of Aaron Sheriff, Matty Bouse and Sean Ingham. The Point will be looking to bounce back on the podium at Moama and have the international flavour of New Zealand's Ali Forsyth joining up once again with the Welsh wizard David Axon. With Razor out and due to an operation, the third player of the side is yet to be announced and Razor might just be looking for a late recruitment drive to finalise the side. Club Sunbury Extreme have a lineup which could just blow some of the big guns out of the water with three of Australia's most recognisable and decorated players in Carla Krasanek, Kelvin Kirko and Matty Flapper. Scottish legend Paul Foster is back in Australia with the Deer Park Chargers and it'll be fireworks as he lines up with dual Commonwealth Games singles champion Aaron Wilson and the local, Jay by Norris. The Hong Kong qualifiers and New Zealand qualifiers, the New Inn Spiders and Kiwis, will have different lineups throughout the week, but one thing can be sure of is these players have won their way through the ultimate week winning big games against quality fields. The UBC wildcard teams will also see changes throughout the week as team captains Daryl O'Connor, Dwayne Brooks and Dave Ashby will be looking to rally their troops. Another UBC-owned franchise, the UBC Challengers, are back. And once again, we'll see the team captains of Carla Banks, Scott Dalton and Sophie Kersman calling the shots as the team look for UBC glory. The Broadbeach Lions have a completely new lineup with New South Welshman Sean Thompson and Kyle Hansen joining Kiwi Remark. The Weeper Crocs have made their first ever finals appearance in April Ultimate Week and have secured the services of Jackaroo Carl Healy to lead the way with two local stars in Ben Moore and Caden Burley. First, you don't see the Flemcan Colts, you will hear them as there's no shortage of noise and support around the boys. There is also no shortage of talent among the trio of Nathan Wilson, Dylan Fisher and Jordan Yates. One of the new teams on the, on the block, the Pialba Phoenix, will be looking to ju jump out of the gates quickly and a very handy side will be wearing the first Phoenix shirts in the UBC, Callan Litfin, Mark Armstrong and Nick Gosley. The Streaky Bay Sharks have once again selected the ever-reliable Ben Twist to captain their ship, 
along with Cody Packer all the way from Western Australia and Darren Weir from Scotland. Streaky Bay looks to have all the corners covered for this event. Golden State are back after a tie in their only a match against the US rivals of Tsunami in April. The guys will be looking to get bragging rights in December. The side of Dan Lamez, Tim Christie and Greg Jeans will get three chances as they're grouped in the same section as Southern California in each event. Wellington Hornets will head to Moama with adopted Kiwi David Ferguson at the helm once again, alongside Kiwi legend Mike Kernahan and Ryan Tainton from Deer Park. Could this be the event we see a big push into the finals by the Hornets? The Whittlesea Eagles will take the trip up the Northern Highway with high hopes for success with the trio of Lee Schrainer, Anthony Flapper and Ben Winter flying the flag for the Eagles. Trainer's efforts at the World Champion Champion Singles is sure to have the boys pumped for a big week. Last but not least, the North Queensland Roos. And normally when you have two world champions in the side, it would be headlined by one of those two. Not this time. The headliner for the Roos is none other than Big Damo McGee. Crushing form in April and joined by Shannon McIlroy and Brett Wilkie in December. Anything is possible. Well, Razor, there are the lineups, plenty of quality outfits and some teams which might just go under the radar for the early stages of the week. Give me the couple of the teams that you think will be prominent uh, come the pointy end of the day. I've picked out four teams that will dominate the ultimate week. Uh, and, of course, one of those sides is my home home club, Tarrant Point. Uh, you cannot go past two of the best form players uh, in the country at the moment uh, with Corey Wedlock, uh, Aaron Tees, and then joined by the experience of uh, Jeremy Henry for the Warrilla Gorillas. Uh, Exodus, uh, you cannot, you can't not pick uh, Exodus with, uh, with a bloke named Aaron Sheriff. Uh, at the helm, and also two very quality players in front of him in Sean Ingham and uh, and Matty Bouse. And I'm actually curious to see how the Deer Park Chargers go this year with the inclusion of Paul Foster um, and Ryan Taint to see uh, to see how they go as well. I, I've got a big rap on Ryan Tainton. Uh so they're my four sides that will that what I think will dominate the uh, the ultimate week. Uh, very nice, mate. It's definitely hard just to pick one with the quality of players involved. Not just the highly experienced internationals, but the next generation of superstars. It really is open to whichever side hits the ground running and has form over the week. Maybe a little bit of luck on occasions too. Uh, one thing teams won't need luck with or trying to guess will be all the stats throughout the week. From lead and skip effectiveness to combination effectiveness, touches, win-loss ratio, conversion rates and much more. All these stats are available for the teams to access at any time. This is another way the UBC is ahead of the game. It provides teams with a chance to select their sides, combinations or positions based on data provided from the inputting of each bowl by markers across every game in the UBC. A number of teams actually use the data to determine who was playing in the final games of the April Ultimate Week. Uh, Which teams will use to the full advantage at Moama? We'll have to wait and see, but it could be the uh, little one percenter which determines uh, a win or a loss uh, come the finals. Razor, just before we go, best to touch on the dates uh, for December and how people can tune in. Can you let us know um, how uh, we can catch all the UBC action from Moama? Yeah, the UBC uh, Ultimate Week at Moama will run from December 11 to 16. Uh, Event 1 will start on Sunday the 11th and end on Monday the 12th. Event 2 will start Tuesday the 13th and end on Wednesday the 14th. Event 3 will be Thursday the 15th and end on Friday the 16th. If you can't get somewhere to cheer your favourite side or your favourite players on, then you can catch all the action via the UBC Facebook page and finals of Event 2 and 3 via KO Sport. All streaming information will also be provided by the UBC during each event. 
Absolutely, Razor. Plenty of streaming and plenty of action to catch live from Moama in December. Uh, thanks very much for uh, joining our uh, Ultimate Week podcast. Mate, we wish you a very speedy recovery so that the fans can cheer you on once again in the UBC very, very soon. Thanks, Chris. Uh, yeah, I look forward to, to watching the action and uh, see uh, see how it all unfolds, mate. Thank you. Once again, we thank our podcast and UBC supporters, Apia, Henselite, Specsavers, Autica, Sports Centre and Ryman Healthcare. We can't wait until the second week of December for the UBC action at, at Moama. If you can't make it to Moama, make sure you get onto the stream so you don't miss any action.